0: Good morning and welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know, I love getting your day started off on the right foot. And to help with that, I use an inspiring quote. Today's is really deep. So stick with me. Let's process through this one together, okay? Forgiveness is the final form of love. I want to read it one more time. Forgiveness is the final form of love. It's taken me a while to wrap my head around this one because... Wow, what all is wrapped up in forgiveness? Think about that for a second. When somebody has done you wrong, how hard is it for you to trust them again? How hard is it for you to try and forget how they did you wrong and still love them? That's the hardest part of it, isn't it? I mean, we're always told to forgive and forget, but can we be honest? Forgetting is like the hardest part because there was a bad experience there. And what do we do to protect ourselves? Well, we try to keep ourselves from a situation where that can happen again. So it's natural that we try to distance ourselves from that person. And it takes a long time to get that trust, to feel that trust with them again. And it's something that um, is really hard. But you know what? It's possible. How? Well. When we think about our own current state i mean think about it for a second have you made mistakes have you done somebody wrong have you messed up yeah i know you have because <laughs> we all have we're human so being able to embrace somebody else and trust them after they've done you wrong is one of the hardest things you could ever do but it's something god equips you for that's why i think this quote is so important. It was Reinhold Niebuhr who said it. Forgiveness is the final form of love. How can you walk in that kind of love today? How can you extend in faith (laughs) another hand to that person who's already hurt you? I know, you don't really want to think about it, right? Because it hurt. But... We're all in that condition. And think about the love that God has for us. That though we went outside of his parameters, though we disobeyed his command, he still made a way for us to come back to him and get that forgiveness and now live in his glory and live with his protection and live in his presence. It's amazing to me. So if you want to draw inspiration, from an example draw it from your creator if he can do it he tells us to be like him so i think we can do it too oh this is a hard one so i'll be working on it with you thanks for hanging out with me here on the lifeline morning show fashion is just weird sometimes you know what i mean yeah i remember when i was a kid we had blue jeans and if the blue jeans had a hole in them well they either got a patch or they went in the garbage because you just did not wear them as holy jeans and now all these years later ripped torn jeans they're really in i mean my wife has a pair my my daughter has a couple pair of these kinds of jeans and i'm like this seems so foreign to me how have we gotten here <laughs> You know what I mean? I remember my mom patching up my pants. Oh, I remember one time, it was in the winter, and we had a a wood-burning stove, right? And um, it heated the whole house. So there was one night, mom had washed my jeans, and in order to dry them, she decided she'd just go over there and lay them across the heater, big wood-burning heater. And she laid them there, and the butt part was kind of, you know, sat there on the top, and the legs were kind of draped over the side and uh before she went to bed she forgot to move those jeans so when we got up the next morning those things were like brown on that side that was just against the heater and they were stiff as a board yeah those they never got worn again those were ruined but um how about this trend not ripping or tearing oh by the way i i wonder how these companies could really benefit from from getting some employment that way right getting some people to come in and and work for them like I guess one of the headlines would be, take out your aggression at work. Get paid to, you know, (laughs) rip jeans and bust seams. I don't know. But anyway, it seems like a a very stressful workplace. Um, (laughs) But the new trend now happens to be wrinkled jeans. Yeah, I'm not seeing any tears in these, but more than likely they'll combine the two before too much longer, right? Ripped and torn and crinkled. But... Anyway, these look like a piece of paper you've wadded up a few times and you've kind of stretched back out. They haven't been ironed, that kind of look. Except these things are like going for really expensive. I mean, they're pretty high. Zara has them right now around $70. Yeah, (laughs) some people are overjoyed. They're like, Yes, this trend is finally coming in style. I don't have to iron my jeans anymore. (laughs) To be honest, I think maybe I've ironed jeans once or twice in my life. Usually, you throw them in the dryer with a dryer sheet, and it fluffs them just enough to get the wrinkles out. And then you wear the rest of them out for the rest of the day, right? They just kind of fall out naturally. So, anyway, um, yeah, Zara has them right now. And evidently, they're really catching on. So, don't be surprised if you start seeing people wear really wrinkled jeans. Just wanted to give you a heads up on that.
1: Whoever invented the phrase, out of sight, out of mind, never had a spider disappear in the bedroom. Out of sight, sure. Out of mind, no. I'm just saying.
0: Your word of life today comes to you from John chapter 1, verse 12 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Wow, I love that one. How about you? Hey, why don't you share that word of life with somebody? Maybe we can uh, tell other people about our faith and maybe, you know, they'll decide to believe. And then maybe they'll become children of God. And then maybe we'll be able to spend the rest of eternity together in heaven. What do you think? I think it's a worthwhile endeavor. So uh, we've made it real easy for you to share that word of life. We've got it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, X, and TikTok. And it's always at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. Well, I'm getting ready with this car line competition. And I've got a question this morning about the top selling item at Walmart. Do you know what the top-selling item at Walmart is? I'll tell you what it is because it's about this, but it's not this specific answer. It's bananas. That's right, bananas. They are the highest-selling item at Walmart across the country. So, ah, a little information for you. But that might help you when it comes to the car line competition. By the way, we're going to start this morning with nine gift cards because that train is rolling through and we're only about 12 minutes and 30 seconds away. So I hope you'll play this morning. So you know how to figure out if you're an optimist or a pessimist, right? Uh, Let me say that word correctly. Pessimist. There we go. (laughs) Do you see the glass as half empty or as half full? But uh, when it really comes down to it, what exactly is optimism? Hmm. Is it just being bubbly and happy and perky and just annoying all the time? No, it's not. I'm going to give you a good explainer for what optimism truly is with a little help from Simon Sinek. Coming up next, stick around. Here's Riley Clemens with Loved by You. For the longest time, I've talked about the importance of trying to see the glasses half full. That's being an optimist. But, you know, there are some people who are annoyingly happy, like all the time. And You know, we kind of see through that because I don't think that's true. How can you be annoyingly happy and bubbly and perky all the time? Because you're going through some stuff too, aren't you? Yeah, well here, I think maybe we need a good definition of what optimism really is. And I love the way that Simon Sinek lays it out. See what you think about this. I think we have to clearly define what optimism is. Optimism is the undying belief that the future is bright, but it allows for reality to exist, and I think complacency has no room to exist in blind Positivity or is as we're calling it sort of blind optimism. So for example, we can be in darkness We can be in difficulty and we can be in struggle and the optimist says look these are hard times And I do not know how long we were going to be in these hard times. But what is necessary is for us to come together, work hard, take care of each other. And I
2: am confident that we will get through this and come out of this stronger than we went in. That's what optimism sounds like. But I I don't think you can be an optimist without hard work. Yeah, optimism takes a lot of hard work. Because the world is difficult and markets are difficult and everything doesn't
0: go the way we want. Wow. What do you think about that? Yeah, knowing that, hey, we can get through this. Things are going to get brighter. This is only for a season. I think that is so important. So there's no need to put a fake smile on your face and be perky and bubbly and annoyingly happy uh, to everybody else all the time, but really be dying on the inside. Let's be real with each other. Let's tell each other what we're going through so we can help each other out. And yeah, let's be optimistic. Let's get through this thing together. You know what? It's a Friday feels like we're about to have a good day.
3: Okay, okay, okay.
0: I'm about to have a good day. day. Say it with me in three, two, one, give me the horn. All right, now let's go ahead and crank that engine and let's start that music so I can say. Hey everybody, it's time to play the Carline Competition. It's your chance to win some gift cards this morning. You know what? Oh, this morning is special. You know why? Because we just happen to have a terrain passing through. Nine gift cards to start off today's Carline Competition. Are you ready to play? Well, just a little synopsis of what we're getting ready to do. This is a trivia game. I ask a question, give you the cue to call. You call me up, win some gift cards when you give me the right answer. Then I ask you about two people that mean a lot to you so you can share some love with them here on the radio. Now, we want you to keep one, two, maybe three of these gift cards and give the others away. What kind of gift cards? Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, Albertville Home Bakery, and the Caring Heart Thrift Store in ARAB. Those kinds of gift cards. So let's get it started, shall we? Today's first question is this. What is the correct term for a group of bananas? Is it A, a hand, B, a claw, C, a lot, or D, a swag? 256 505 0885 is the number to call. Again, what is the correct term for a group of bananas? Is it a hand, a claw, a lot, or a swag? 256 505 0885 is the number to call, and I'm waiting on that call right now. He's freaking in country. 885 JFM, good morning. morning. Hi, who am I talking to? I think you know. <laughs> Rainberry. <laughs> hey, did you did you like level up on your karate stuff?
3: Basically, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. So what color are you now? Red. Red, a red belt. That is so awesome. So proud of you, girl. And I don't want to make you mad because you could put a hurting on me. But I know you're not supposed to. Only if I'm in danger, I can use it. There we go. There we go. All right. So we're not in danger right now. In fact, we're about to have some fun because I got a question for you. All right. What's the correct term for a group of bananas? Is it a hand, a claw, a lot, or a swag? A hand. A hand is correct congratulations to you nine gift cards rainberry what do you think about that I think that's good I think so too you got some people you can share some love with huh first
1: I would like to pass them down
0: oh you want to roll all of them over Mm -hmm. oh we're keeping the train going Mm -hmm. whoa I can hear in the background Rainberry. you're gonna make somebody's morning can you shout out two people for me two people that mean a whole lot to you
1: my friend And at least,
3: she's she's sometimes a second girl. Not always, but she's still a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. And who's that second one? Your daughter. Oh, Grace? Yes. Aw, so sweet. What do you like about that girl?
1: Well, she's also very, very playful. Sometimes a bit too
0: much. (laughs) Yep. I know what you
3: mean. (laughs) Yesterday, we were... um, Playing
0: train, uh-huh. and um, she was going way too
3: fast. <laughs> he made me and another girl fall. Oh no! Wow! And I, and I hit my side. Oh no!
0: Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, still
3: a little bit,
0: but not a lot. All right, I got you. That's the cool thing about you kids—you bounce back and you keep on going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: When we were playing trains,
0: I did a slow one. Oh, okay. You did a slow one. No one one would get hurt, so no one would get hurt. I got you. Well, thank you so much for calling me. We're getting these uh, gift cards rolled on, and you have a great Friday, okay? Okay, I will. All right. Bye. 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 Rainberry, she just kept that train rolling on through. A little more about that uh, hand of bananas. Here's a little bit of information for you. A single banana is called a finger. A grouping of attached fingers make up a hand of bananas. Multiple hands that grow in a cluster are called a bunch or stalk. A bunch of bananas may contain three to 20 hands. That's a whole lot of bananas. That's a top seller at Walmart, by the way. That's like their number one selling item. Yep, yeah, pretty cool stuff, huh? All right, so I've got another question right here, and I wonder if you have what it takes to, uh, to win some gift cards. Now we have rolled those over, so we're talking 12 gift cards. Which of these words means in mint condition? Is it sanguine, praline, pristine, or vespine? 256 885 is the number to call. That didn't take long. I've already got a caller. There we go. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get your answers. Need to breathe with Fall on Me. Good morning, Bud Williams. How are you, man? Is it pristine? It is pristine. Congratulations, sir. On rolling over, 15. Oh, that's right. We got 15 gift cards. Wow, this thing just keeps moving on. I'm telling you what, this is a blast playing this car line competition. So we got that train rolling on through whoa 15 gift cards up for grabs right now with this question do you have what it takes to win all right well let's find out which is nearest in meaning to the word scrupulous is it very hungry extremely mean a bit cold or strictly careful 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, which is nearest in meaning to the word scrupulous? Is it very hungry, extremely mean, a bit cold, or strictly careful? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. 15 gift cards up for grabs if you can get it right. 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And I'm waiting on your call right now. 88.5 JFM. Good morning.
3: Good morning.
0: How's it going? Good. Just heading to
3: school.
0: Heading to school. What grade are you in? Sixth. Sixth grade. What's your name?
3: Max Miller.
0: All right, Max Miller. Have I taught with you before? Yes. I thought so. I thought so. So today's Friday. Are you happy about that?
3: I like Saturday better than I like Friday.
0: <laughs> I understand. Anything, any kind of big plans <laughs> happening this weekend? Oh,
1: nothing, but we're just going fishing.
0: Going fishing. That sounds like a good time. What do you hope to bring home?
3: Some
0: crappie, hopefully. All right, that's some good eating right there. Have a little fish fry. Sounds good. Well, I got some gift cards right here. I wonder if you want to try to win them. Yeah. Uh, You don't sound too happy. Let's perk you up a little bit. Why are you? Well, it's gonna be.
3: It's gonna be a complete guess.
0: Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got I got complete faith in you, Max. I think you're gonna get this. Okay. So here we go. Which is nearest in meaning to the word scrupulous? Is it very hungry, extremely mean, a bit cold, or strictly careful? Strictly careful. Congratulations. You just won 15 gift cards. (laughs) What do you think about that? That's a lot That is a lot That's a lot of gift cards To share with your friends Your family Maybe some schoolmates I don't know Maybe take them to church And give them away But you're going to put smiles On people's faces Does that make you happy? Yeah Alright 15 gift cards are Going to be headed your way Now I want to hear about Two very special people In your life That mean a lot to you Tell me their names And then what you like about them
3: One of them is Miss Mitchell, my math teacher, she's really nice and funny. And then the other one is my friend's mom, Mary Beth. She's always nice and she always lets me come over and play
1: with her son.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Sounds like you got some pretty amazing people in your life. Yeah. Perfect. All right, I'll get these 15 gift cards sent your way. I hope you have the best Friday ever and I hope you get a whole bunch of fish tomorrow. All right, thank you. Hey, Max, could I ask you one more question? Yes. Why do you Why do you like listening to this radio station?
3: Because I like the kind of songs that are on here, and it's just my kind of music. And then also in the mornings when I'm not calling in, it's just fun to listen to the other answers for the Carline competition.
0: Awesome. Max, thank you for listening, bud. You're the reason why we're here. Have a good day. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Me too. <laughs> Bye max miller rocks i know he's gonna have like the best friday he's gonna go fishing tomorrow and bring home a load of crappie it's gonna be amazing good fish fry gift cards to give out i'm telling you it's gonna be good thank you for calling me max man I love doing this. I really do. Sometimes I got to pinch myself. It's like, do I really get to come to a studio every morning and hang out with people and have fun and give stuff away? Yes, I do. And I'm so thankful for it. So, hey, we'll play this game again coming up on Monday at seven o'clock. We'll start fresh with three gift cards to give away. So I hope you'll be here to play with me. But for now... Let me remind you, we got two and a half hours of show left. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. One thing in particular we're gonna get into is uh, finding time to connect with other people, to actually maintain good friendships as parents. I know, it's really hard. Plus, on top of that, making new friends as an adult is hard enough as it is, right? So stick around for that. I think you're really gonna love it. Might give you a little inspiration and maybe even find you some help to make sure that you have the time to go out and, I don't know, Mom, maybe have a girls' night. Does that sound good? <laughs> All right, so my wife called me up a few minutes ago and said, "Steven, could you play something to pump me up a little bit? Because I'm just like, blah. I'm like, yeah, I think I can do that for you. How about some new music? This is brand new from Rachel Lampa. It's called High Hopes. Just yesterday, I found out that a friend of mine, well, she likes to... uh she likes to go on like the jail website and look at mugshots. it's like her pastime when she's bored that's what she does and she reads all the details <laughs> i'm like really liz come on but no she uh, uh, wow i don't know do we like drama do you like drama well here i think maybe i need to ask it a different way do you enjoy being involved in drama I think that's a big resounding no, right? But, you know, I think Carla got it right when she said this, and I'm afraid that this is the way that most of us live, and sometimes it's not that great, but kind of true. Here, take a listen.
1: People say that they don't like drama, and I'm like, I don't like drama either. But I like, okay, I like being informed. I don't like being involved. I wanna, you know, know the tea. I don't wanna be the tea.
0: I like that. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be the T. I just wanna know the T. Oh my goodness! You know what? <laughs> it's really tough. It is this life because there are so many complicated things, right? Yeah, life is crazy. It's like a roller coaster—twists and turns and loop de loops—and you never know when something's coming your way. There are distractions and all kinds of other stuff that happen every single day. So I wonder if, in the middle of all the craziness, mom if you're ever able to just chill with your friends to go hang out to to have like a ladies night i wonder do you ever find the time you're like stephen i've wanted to for a long time but i just haven't found the time well i've got a little help coming your way and i think you should stick around because it's next after consumed by fire and walk with jesus meg's going through a bit of a struggle right now and mom i wonder if you can relate she said Recently, as I found myself digging through my closet for a sweater clean enough for a mom's dinner out, I considered cancelling. A weeknight 7 p.m. get-together had sounded great the week before, but now I was worn down by planning dinner, sibling battles, and a work-life balance that's rarely balanced. The daily grind, in other words. I picked up my phone to bail several times before finally getting in the car and I waffled the whole way there. I'm an extrovert, I like people, I know my mailman's life story. I used to look forward to languid dinners around a table of appetizers while getting to know new friends or catching up with old ones. What happened? Here's one theory. I'm tired and so is everybody else for that matter. It's not that I don't have close friends. I've been really blessed to have one lifelong best friend who's weathered life storms with me for over three decades. I have college roommates I remain tight with, and I also have a stable of women I can text about nearly anything. I have a friend I text about IEP woes, another who's my what's for dinner tonight buddy, and a group chat of adoptive moms I've been loyal to for nearly a decade. It's not a lack of amazing women in my life, it's an understandable lack of effort on all of our parts, because all our get up and go is going other places. Friendships take time and energy, and those are the things most mothers find in short supply every single day. When I do actually put on hard pants to meet a friend for lunch, I always enjoy myself, but it's hard to outrun the thoughts of everything else I could be doing. I could be using this hour I carved out of my work day to catch up on laundry, or to lay on my couch and binge watch TV. I could be scheduling those errant dental appointments or sewing badges onto a scouting vest. Most American mothers get less than an hour of alone time each day, and it's tough choosing where that time goes. Sometimes when I do manage to get out of the house alone, I feel guilty. It feels fraught to all of us, I think. That's why the playground chatter and vague promises of coffee dates rarely come to fruition. Most of us have the desire to commiserate and connect about our shared motherhood experiences, but lack the social supports to actually prioritize them for that connection. It's also easier to use social media to recharge the social battery. The CDC analyzed data from Pew Research, and they found that, as a whole, parents use social media more than the average adult. So, does Meg's story sound a little too familiar? Yeah? Well, stick around, there's a part two. I'm just going to talk a little bit more about that social media stuff. I wonder if you use that a lot to connect with your friends too, Mom. Well, stick around. Thanks for hanging out with me. You're on the Lifeline Morning Show. This morning, Meg has been sharing her thoughts with us on making friends and maintaining those friends and who has the time to do that with kids and responsibilities. I know it's hard. So she said that her well, and a lot of her friends, they turn to social media more often than actually getting together in person. There are some caveats to that. Some pitfalls, if you will. Here's the rest of her story. Whether venting about spouses or seeking validation for our lived-in houses, most of my mom friends told me that connecting with one another online just feels easier. We aren't sure if it's better, though. It's harder to read someone's tone. Every online group seems to have some sort of daily brawl, and internet parenting advice often feels more like a fire hose to the face than a cup of coffee with friends. Faced with the lack of support and free time, though, most of us take what we can get. And that's why so many of us feel lonely. I wish I had a solution. I wish I could say I will set a goal to meet friends in person twice a month and not compromise on it when life gets too busy. The truth is, I'm just not sure. It's nearly impossible to make new mom friends in your 40s. And most of the friends I do already have are in the same boat as me. Some quality time with a trusted friend, the very thing that may save us from the burnout is out of reach it feels like a math equation without a clear answer, which of course reminds me that homework packets are due. When I returned home that Wednesday evening at 10, yes, I said 10 on a weeknight, I sat on the edge of our bed and reflected for a few moments. The time out of the house was worth it, but those intrusive thoughts creep in. You're going to be so tired tomorrow. You missed bedtime. You could have finished organizing school papers while watching TV. All of those things are true. I was tired the next day. My five-year-old did comment on my absence at bedtime. Our school papers are still a mess. I don't think I can stop those thoughts. And I don't know that most mothers can. I think that sometimes we just need to ignore them and force ourselves out of the house every once in a while. Wow, I've never seen it from that perspective before. You see, I'm a dad and yeah, my wife does work and she does a lot around the house and she doesn't get out a lot. Hmm, I'm learning something here. Fellas, what do you think? Think maybe we can offer to let them go out and have a girls' night? Maybe sometime soon? Maybe take that burden off her shoulders a little bit? We'll take care of the kids for a while while mom goes and has some me time? What do you think? I think it'll help. And hey, those of you ladies who know someone who's trying to do this on their own, you know the single mom with the job, the responsibilities, Maybe you can reach out. and Tell her, hey, why don't you let me take the kids off your hands for a little while and see if she could use some alone time. Hey, we need to be there for each other. Us husbands and friends, we can do that. Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Sometimes you just gotta walk in the room with a hot mic. Yeah, that means your phone is already recording. You go up to one of your parents and you ask them a question. Kind of out of the usual, right? Just out of nowhere. Get their immediate response. And you know what? Hilarity can ensue. Kind of like it did right here.
1: <laughs> if you were, wor- were working at like, um, like a sporting event selling hot dogs, what would your hot dog call be?
3: What would it be
2: called?
1: Like, how would you sell hot dogs to everybody in the stand? What would your hot dog call be?
2: Oh.
1: Hot doggies! <laughs> Come and get your hot doggies!
3: Doggy hearts! Get your hot footlong doggies! <laughs>
0: Isn't it amazing? You learn so much more than just book smarts at school. There's a lot more, a, a lot of social things that you learn and you get to see how people interact with one another, right? You get to see how people, well, how they handle life's difficulties. I came across Doug and he's got a story for us today that I think is so important that we can all learn from what happened back in middle school for Doug. Take a listen, see what you think.
2: My middle school was located in close proximity to two very important town facilities. One was a massive bakery, and the other was the town dump. So every day when we went out for recess, depending on which way the wind was blowing, we either got wafts of freshly baked bread and and pastries and cupcakes, or we got wafts of the dump. And it was on those dump days that there were two types of kids. There were the kids that were running around complaining and covering their face trying to avoid the smell, which was impossible. And then there were the kids that were persevering and they were pushing through and they could smell the dump just like anybody else, but they were continuing to play their games and enjoy the recess as best they could. Some days are gonna stink. We all have them. But if you can find a way to push through those days, find the silver lining and continue to play on, You're gonna set yourself apart from all of those that are complaining around you.
0: Wow, makes a big difference, doesn't it? Being able to keep moving forward, no matter how stinky things get. Yeah, let's be honest, they get pretty stinky, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think one new song does such a great job of following that breakup. It is from Josh Wilson. It's called, It Gets Better, and it's so good. It's brand new, by the way. And for those of you who really love music, I want you to listen to the bridge on this one, okay? It moves from 4-4 to 12-8. You don't hear this very often. The pain is for a reason. That's what they say, but is it true? They tell me it's a season. But they don't know what I've been through. Brand new from Josh Wilson. I love that. It gets better. Did you hear the change in the time signature? Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, within music, you have this feel, right? You have this feel of the music. We have what's called duple meter, and we have what's called triple meter. And in a duple meter, lots of times, that's going to end up with your twos and your fours. Usually things are in quarter notes. And so the beginning of that song is in four, four. That gives you the one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. But in the bridge, it gets a triple feel. It's a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And it's weird. It just feels a little bit different. You don't hear that very often in today's Christian music. So I just wanted to point that out. This is a little music theory for you here on the radio. By the way, did you know I went to school for music? I sure did. <laughs> Every now and then I might geek out like that. Please don't hold it against me, okay? Here's Ann Wilson with Strong. Oh, her name's Ann Wilson. He was Josh Wilson. I don't think the two are related, though. I'll have to do some more research on that. Okay. (laughs) I enjoy the song. It's a good one. You ever give something to someone or do something for someone and they're just completely ungrateful? I mean, they just, they could care less what you did for them. It doesn't make you feel too good, does it? Because it's like, hey, I I just did this for you. What's your problem? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, been there before. Mm -hmm. But you know what? You shouldn't get discouraged in that situation. You know why? I'll let Brian Trent tell you why. Coming up next. Stick around. This is so good. So
3: let's talk about giving things away and blessing other people. I learned a major lesson in this several years ago. Have you ever blessed someone with money or a gift of some kind or maybe a service only to have them turn around and treat you like you ain't never done a thing for them? It hurts. I've even had in my mind before where I felt like I was supposed to give something to someone, but then I was concerned about what they would do with it after I give it to them. I mean, they may waste it, or if it's money, they may spend it on something bad. But one of the days that I was struggling with this very thing, there was a scripture that come to my mind, and I'm pretty sure it was a God thing. It was Luke 6.38 that says, give, and it'll be given unto you. It doesn't say give, and as long as the other person does the right thing with it, it'll be given unto you. In other words, my blessing does not depend on what you do with it after I give it to you. My blessing is from God, and it all depends on me letting go of whatever it is that God is telling me to give. Whether that's money or time or resources, a gift or service or whatever. No matter what it is you're giving away, the one thing that I've noticed for sure is that as I give it away, I'm releasing it. But in releasing it, I'm opening my hand so that I can receive because it's really hard to receive as long as I'm hanging on to something else. That scripture says, give and it'll be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. With the measure you use, it'll be measured to you. Would you rather be blessed from what I can give you or from what God can give you? So don't be scared to give it away. Love you.
0: That's Brian Trent. He is such an inspirational guy. He's a pastor at Lighthouse Church in Hampton, South Carolina. I've been following him for a while over on the socials. You can find him and follow him too if you'd like. All you have to do is search Trent Tribe. It's him and his whole family. They have amazing content, and I think you'll really enjoy him. So thanks again, Brian. For really spelling that out for us. I think it really helps. All right, well, you know, I've been checking my email all morning long. I've been looking for you to send me an email that I can shout you out on the radio. And guess what? Just so happens I got an email. This is from Savannah Mitchell saying, good morning, today is Peyton's fifth birthday. We're going to get breakfast and then she's going to hang out with me at work. Could you play our favorite song? I'm so blessed, please. Thank you for all you do. Also, she's my youngest, so I may cry. All day. Aw, Savannah, thank you for reaching out and happy birthday to Peyton. Happy fifth birthday. Growing up, girl, I think it's awesome. Mom, it's, you know, I used to fall into that whole thing of getting really sad with each passing year with my daughter, but I've realized something. That this new age is going to bring so many great memories and so many great experiences. And yeah, it's going to leave a lot of memories to look back on. So don't get sad about it. Oh, You're going to look back on it and enjoy it for the rest of your life. So, Peyton, <laughs> have a great day. Here's your song. It's Kane with I'm So Blessed. <clears throat>
3: Whether it's your best day, your worst day, some Tuesday, or your birthday, every day's a good day. Now let, let me tell you why. why. If you got air in your lungs, you, love, you oh, got yeah. blood in your body, you are a child of Ooh. God. Come on and sing. Somebody, on it's on my, my best day, day. I'm a child I'm of God. God. On my worst day, I'm still I'm a child, child of God. Oh, every day.
1: It's in my chest. No, it doesn't
3: matter
0: So I don't know if you've heard all this stuff going on in mainstream country music. It seems that Beyonce Knowles has come out with a new country song, and it's kind of taken over the charts right now. But the lyrics are, yeah, um, less than... Well, acceptable. I mean, really, there's some pretty strong language in there, right? I mean, you wouldn't want your kids singing along with that song, so you know what we're all about here at the station. We want to give you some good, wholesome music, stuff that your kids can sing along with, and you won't be embarrassed. And every now and then, you know what we got to do? We have to take a song and redeem it. Yeah, we, we got to take it and, and change it just a little bit. We, we got to make it better. We got to make it more acceptable. And so I'm so glad Lindsay Gurk got a hold of this song, Texas Hold'em, and made a praise version of it. I don't know if you've heard this yet, but strap in, because this is so much fun. Here, take a listen to what she did with the song.
2: It's infectious. This love is golden. His now found, 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 Now watching Texas royal king cup. Where's the crown, 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 crown
1: He began it all, yeah, he and then it too He poked his lessons on me through and through And everlasting beauty in a real life throw down the one true king He brings my knees to the floor now, hey!
2: Come see, can you'll know About this city Better than Eden With gates so free Beloved mystery And now we're thriving our clothes and fishes meet redemption right on time, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Woo! Praise
3: him.
1: Praise
0: him. <laughs> I like what she did there. She changed those lyrics just right. It became a praise song. That's good stuff. <laughs> Here's Caleb and John with Hallelujah Feeling right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. May I express to you how I feel about this weather right now? Let's do it in song form. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. (laughs) It is so wet out there. Please be careful on the roadways. You might need a paddle. No, seriously, this morning I was on my way in and I almost hydroplane. It likes to puddle there on the right side. Of that outside lane doesn't it Mm mm-hmm so please be careful now I think I'll go row my boat just a little bit more and let you listen to a song here's we the kingdom and Jesus does earlier this morning Savannah Mitchell emailed me and she told me that today is her daughter's birthday Peyton's turning five and she said you know this is my youngest so I might cry all day long and I totally get it because those kids they grow up so fast You know, and I used to get really sad too when we'd reach a new year because I know that all those little things, all those little things you loved about them being so small, they're changing. I get it. But I also know that there's good stuff to find in this new year of life, in this new season. You know what I mean? So I want to tell you a little bit about, well, Amy Keys, her story. She has a little something to say about this. Now, her kids are getting up into the teenage years. She says, there's a time that lives in my heart that feels like it's straight out of a Star Wars intro. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a time when I received endless hugs, a time when kisses on the cheek were plentiful, when bedtime rolled on for hours with baby blue eyes, raspy little voices, and sweaty curls, begging for more books, more snuggles, more time. And There was a time when I gave endless Swing set pushes until dusk, piggyback rides for miles, and lay on the floor flying my kids on airplane journeys that ended in crash landings full of tickles and giggles. A time when we spent hours playing tag in the front yard until I begged for a break. A time when I could lift up my boys in one easy swoop and cradle them effortlessly in my arms as I carried them from the car and tucked them soundly into their beds. Somewhere along the way, those hugs were replaced by eye rolls. Stop it, Mom, substituted for giggles, and my boys swapped out games of tag with me for hours of shooting hoops in the driveway with friends. Hmm, tough place, right? She says and even though i know that's how it should be how the cycle of life progresses how our kids turn to teens and teens turn to young adults it still feels like i should still be back in that time when hugs didn't feel like finding a unicorn when all those moments were the norm and not the exception maybe it was how quickly it came how suddenly it turned from one thing to the other how once upon a time i was the sunshine to these boys and now the biggest rays of light seem to come from everywhere else Whatever it is, these teen years have definitely wreaked havoc on my sensitive heart. But just when I find myself wallowing in a pity party for one, that unicorn appears. With its mane full of hope and beauty, reminding me there's still the magic of childhood bottled up in those teenage hearts. An invitation to play a game of one-on-one. A head on my shoulder while watching a questionably rated family movie on the couch those blue eyes and sweaty curls lingering a little longer in our room after telling us about a night out with friends, and best of all, a hug, a fleeting moment of authentic affection that radiates from their arms wrapped tightly around me to all the spaces in my soul. And while those hugs may feel like unicorns these days, I continue to hold hope that those unicorns keep showing up for me across these teen years. After all, Unicorns are magic, and we all deserve a little of that. Oh, 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 I love it. Amy, thank you for sharing that. It's so good. Our kids are growing. They're changing. They're becoming more independent. But still, there is good in all these seasons. It may take you a while to find it, but it's there. So embrace it. Enjoy it. You're helping them grow into a well-rounded person. Good job, Mom. Good job, Dad. Keep up the good work. I know it hurts, but it's worth it. (laughs) So there's this show my daughter likes to watch. Even still, she enjoys watching it. You ever heard of Peppa Pig? Yeah, on Peppa Pig, there is a rule. Before you jump up and down in muddy puddles, you must wear your boots. So I hope you're wearing your boots today so you can at least have some fun out there because there are plenty of muddy puddles outside. I hope you're having a great Friday so far. Glad we can have some fun with this weather. Yeah, it's going to be okay. I've got a little something I want to play for you coming up here. Um, It's something that I've noticed actually here lately, and I I saw this happen over on TikTok. Do you remember Delilah? She's a radio personality. Been around for years and years and years. Well, people have been wondering, where did you go? Because they don't hear as often anymore on the radio. Well, she has since resurfaced, and believe it or not, she's been on the radio all these years. She's still on every night taking questions and playing all of your requests and stuff like that and there's kind of been a a delilah revival going on over on tiktok but i came across this girl who is posing as the Appalachian delilah she calls herself delilah -er. and um she's got a little something to share with us all it might just make you chuckle so stick around we'll have some fun after kane and rise up it's very rarely that i turn the microphone over to another radio personality but i think in this case i'm gonna do it you ever heard of delilah before well let me introduce you to her
1: howdy y'all you're listening to delilah delilah on Hillfolk 93 fm hill folk 93 Woo wee how are you doing this friday buddy you did it you made it to the weekend honey what are you going to do this weekend? You want to take a trip to Gatlinburg? Maybe you go shopping at the outlet malls? Maybe get a little chalet with your honey? Or maybe you going to do some housework? Well, honey, I hate to tell you this, but it's time to take the Christmas tree down. i tell you all what I'm going to do this weekend. I'm going to be piddling. I'm going to be wallerin', And I'm going to take to the bed like a Victorian pregnancy gone wrong. But put aside the thoughts of what you got to do this weekend. And let's just relax tonight. The line is open. Like my uncle's heart after he had that fifth Sister Schubert's roll on Thanksgiving. Y'all call in and let's talk together. Tell you what, life is so hard, but nothing soothes the soul like some good old music. Yes, we're kicking it off this Friday evening with some Simply Red. So I just want you to let those radio waves rock you ever so gently into a sea of memories. Here's Simply Red with holding back the years. Yens, be good now.
0: Well, it's not Simply Red, it's Natalie Lane and amen, but I think she did a good job. How about you? (laughs) Thanks so much for hanging out with me this morning. It's time for me to bid you adieu, but before I do, I would like to share with you the inspiring quote of the day. Today, it's so good because it's talking about love and we're all about love around here, right? But it's specifically talking about how we love through a particular situation and it's a really tough situation because when somebody does you wrong the last thing you want to do is be nice to them i mean naturally right so let's talk about that let's get through that let's navigate through these waters together so the quote is so deep and impactful and this is what it says forgiveness is the final form of love and you know i think the reason why forgiveness is such a complex thing and why we can see it as kind of the final form of love is because it's so hard for us to love somebody after they've done something against us you know i mean we all know people who can hold a grudge that might even be you let, let me um let me just uh give you some advice don't hold on to grudges it's not worth it it's really not biblically it's, it's not worth it but when you forgive somebody and you choose to well Continue that relationship with them. It's a pretty big deal. You're going beyond just loving them and you're loving them despite what they've done to you. It says a lot about your character and forgiveness really comes down to this. It's more for you than it is for them, right? It's you getting to the point where you can trust them again. And don't get me wrong, they have to earn that trust for sure. But it's a process, isn't it? Of you kind of warming back up to them again. I know it's kind of hard. You say forgive and forget, but it's so hard to forget. But you know what? We have to remember that we're all flawed. We all mess up and we all need forgiveness. And thank God he gives that to us. And now we can give that to others. So I wanted to remind you of that. Now, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you right back here on Monday morning from six to 10 for the Lifeline Morning Show. We'll have the car line competition at seven and a whole lot of fun. I'll see you then.